Welcome to episode 20 of the Idea Blog podcast on the Criminal Code of Canada. My name is Lisa Silver, and today we will discuss section 18 of the Criminal Code. Last week we discussed the codified version of the common law defense of duress, or as it is known in the Criminal Code, compulsion by threats. This week we have a section also concerned with compulsion, but the specific compulsion which may arise as a result of marriage. Section 18 faces this possibility and states as follows. No presumption arises that a married person who commits an offense does so under compulsion by reason only that the offense is committed in the presence of the spouse of that married person. This section is saying that the criminal law does not presume that a person who commits an offense in the presence of a spouse has been compelled to do the criminal act merely by virtue of their relationship. Immediately one speculates on why it is the marriage relationship singled out in this fashion. Why does the section not speak to the parent-child relationship, which is also a strong bond between two people or even a sibling relationship? The answer lies in the original version of this section, and although the present iteration seems benign enough, the historical version on today's standards is much more contentious. The section was in the original 1892 code under the then section 13 and was entitled Compulsion of Wife. The section was, as you probably guessed, based on gender stereotypes as it held that no presumption shall be made that a married woman committing an offense does so under compulsion because she commits it in the presence of her husband. This one-sided notion was changed to gender-neutral language in the 1980 code amendments but this still does not explain why this section was codified in the first place. As I explained in previous podcasts, there are many common law defenses available to an accused and still available through Section 8, Subsection 3. I've talked about the major types of defenses that are regularly used today, such as justification and excuses, and the defense of mistake of fact. However, there are other common law defenses which are not regularly used, such as the defense of de minimis non curat lex. This Latin phrase translates loosely to the law does not concern itself with the trifles and has been used in many different kinds of scenarios, such as in theft cases where the subject matter value and or the criminal acts are trivial. Leaving that aside, there are, as I said, other common law defenses, and the defense of marital coercion is just one such common law defense. The defense, if successful, exonerated a woman of criminal responsibility for criminal acts carried out in the presence of her husband on the reasoning that the wife unquestionably obeys her husband and therefore has no choice but to commit the criminal offense. She's not acting under her own volition and therefore should be excused for her conduct. It is a defense that inures only to the benefit of the married woman, as in common law the husband is not so duty-bound. Although the defense appears to be very similar to the defense of duress, there are differences in application. The accused must be the legal wife of the husband in question, and therefore legally married at the time. Even an accused who has an honest but mistaken belief of marriage cannot use this defense. There is some case law coming out of the United Kingdom which suggests as well that the coercion need not be physical, but can be moral and psychological as well. Although this common law defense in a modified form is still in use in the United Kingdom, although there are 
differences. The defense cannot be used for murder or treason. And if you want more information on that, see the actual section in the statutes of the United Kingdom, section 47 of the Criminal Justice Act of 1925. So although this common law defense is still in use in this modified form in the UK, section 18 of the Criminal Code abrogates that defense. As we discussed in earlier episodes, common law defenses are only available unless they are altered by or inconsistent with the criminal code, and thus the defense of marital coercion, be it husband or wife, is not available. Even so, this does not preclude the accused person from raising the defense of duress, either under the common law or under Section 17 as applicable. As an aside, there is a move to abolish the defense in the United Kingdom as a result of the 2013 Price case. Vicki Price, a well-known government economist, raised the defense in her trial of perverting the course of justice when at the behest of her husband, her then-husband, she lied to the police that she was driving the family car, allowing her husband to avoid demerit points. The use of the defense in this case caused an outrage in British society, particularly in light of Price's elevated position in the government. She and her husband were convicted and sentenced to eight months incarceration. Just recently, the United Kingdom government announced plans to abolish the defense. Thank you for joining me. I do suggest that you go to my website and look at the text of this podcast if you want to get the hyperlinks that I have there under the text and the website is www.ideablog.ca and join me next time for section 19.